Welcome. I'm Grant Haas, and this is the Philippine History Podcast. Today we'll be discussing a rather touchy subject. Um, it's going to be about the mass rape of actually the young women in Manila at the Bayview Hotel. Um, so this is just one of the many war crimes that occurred during the Japanese occupation um, in World War II. So the Bayview Hotel still exists today. So I want you to imagine yourself traveling to the Philippines, staying in this amazing hotel. Um, you have a great time, you see all the sights, you're relaxing, and then you return to wherever you live and you find out that all these atrocities happened at this hotel. How would that make you feel? This is what happened at the Bayview Hotel in Manila. It's, it's this beautiful hotel, you know, it's overlooking the Manila Bay, it's next to the U.S. Embassy, the Intramuros Rizal Park, all of these sites. And it is a site, though, itself of mass rape and brutal murder during the Japanese occupation of the Philippines. Now, there is no specific memorial to the victims of the Bayview Hotel. There's no acknowledgement of guilt by the Japanese government. The hotel does not mention the atrocities that occurred. I mean, for obvious reasons, you can't market a high-end hotel where women were brutally raped and murdered by the Japanese. It's, it's a hard sell. And if you want to know about the history of the hotel, just Googling Bayview Hotel Manila, um, it's nearly impossible to find out any information about Japanese war crimes, just from a simple Google search. So why is there so much attention given to Nazi war crimes, but not of Japanese war crimes? And what is the story of the Bayview Hotel? Well, I'm about to tell you. Here's the story. So this is the story of the Bayview Hotel, told through the testimony of the many women who were lucky enough to survive it. It was early February of 1945 Defeat was now inevitable for the Japanese stationed in the city of Manila. Japanese troops began to take their anger and despair out on the citizens of the Philippines. The troops rounded up about 2,000 men, women, and children. The men and the boys were sent to Hotel Manila, while the women were sent to the Bayview Hotel. Room 211 on the third floor housed about 24 of these women. Room 211 was about 14 by 14 feet and had only a single window. The room was bare except a few mattresses on the floor. There was no electricity, water, or bathroom attached. There was hardly enough room to sit down, recounted Esther Maras. Later that evening, the guards stormed into the room, demanding to see the faces of the women. One Marine grabbed 14-year-old Evelyn Garcia. Another Marine, armed with a pistol and a bayonet, grabbed her sister, 15-year-old Priscilla. You go, he demanded. 
Priscilla refused and tried to fight him off, but he beat her into submission. What else could I do but go, said Priscilla. The two girls were then separated into two empty rooms. One of the Marines attacked Evelyn. He pulled up my dress and noticed that I was having my menstrual period. When he saw this, he kicked me in the butt, pulled his revolver out and pointed it at me. Kill, the Marine screamed, kill. To her surprise, her life was spared and she was returned to the others. Priscilla, still in the other room, was helpless. The Marine tore off her blouse and forced her to lay down on the bed. After removing his clothes, he got on top of me. And after being unable to force himself into her, he took his knife and cut me open. After the Marine finished, he said, You will have a Japanese baby, not an American baby. Priscilla put on her blood-stained clothes and returned to room 211. Priscilla went to her sisters and cried. They did something to me. I want to die. I want to die. The Japanese would rape Priscilla two more times that night. Later, three Marines came in and grabbed Priscilla's older sister, Esther, and they gang-raped her. Then another person grabbed her, then another. Esther eventually lost count. I was raped between 12 and 15 times that night. I cannot remember how many times. The horror for the 24-year-old ended early the next morning. When she recounts, I was raped by a Marine whose organ was so large, it tore my insides and I bled from my private parts. Only then did they leave me alone, utterly exhausted in great pain and bleeding badly. It was not only the Garcia sisters who were abused. Troops would return over and over again to rooms throughout the hotel raping teenage girls and young women. They were like mad, wild dogs. They were not even human beings. They acted like animals. Many women tried to make themselves appear unattractive, pulling hair over their eyes, smearing their faces with mud from their shoes, taking out artificial teeth, and forcing themselves to vomit. This terror continued until February 13th, when the American artillery discovered the Bayview Hotel. They hurled shells at it from across the river, and the Japanese allowed the women to flee as fire erupted through the hotel. We barely escaped, being burned to death, recounted one survivor. So why tell this story? Why remember? You know, there, there are hundreds of documentaries, books, and films about the Nazi atrocities, but so few, if any, about the Japanese atrocities in the Philippines, especially in our popular culture. The story of Anne Frank, think about this, the story of Anne Frank has been told so many times in so many different ways. But what about the story of Priscilla Garcia? If there are dozens of Holocaust films about Nazi Germany, shouldn't there be at least one that portrays the brutality of the Japanese? And because the Japanese government has denied 
all of these accusations, or at least push them to the side, it kind of makes it somewhat of a mute point. It's time that the Filipino people and the American people stand up and demand that this story is told both on a local and international stage. So I want to know what you think at this point. If you're listening to this podcast on YouTube, I invite you just to comment below. If you're listening to this podcast on iTunes or another platform, I invite you to visit my website at www.filipinohistory.us or www.filipinohistory.ph. Till next time, this is Grant Haas, and you're listening to the Filipino History Podcast.